everybody, what's going on? I'm Chris Arangio here with another episode of Industry Insider presented by Long Ash Podcast. And today we uh, have a guest that's coming, well, that is joining us all the way from the West Coast, uh, hence why <laughs> we're doing it virtually. I have Kyle Garrett. Um, what's going on, Kyle? How are you? I'm doing fantastic. How about you, Chris? I'm doing I'm doing great, man. Thank you. Uh, I know a few months back, uh, you know, if this is your first time watching our episode um, or watching Industry Insider, um, this is the this kind of format under Long Ash Podcast. I wanted to reach out to the content creators in the cigar industry in the cigar world. I came across Kyle's uh, old YouTube channel. We 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 did a few interviews, and I felt like we we gelled really well because I know outside of the cigar world you uh you and i are also uh well i'm aspiring to be an actor uh you know full-time actor full-time writer director and you said you do voice acting correct no yeah i did a recent gig for a sporting goods company that does uh specializes in uh pickleball equipment i don't know if you're familiar with pickleball or have ever played it never played it Um, Very, very familiar with it though yeah so i um did an advertisement for them, um, which could lead to more work. And then I also did a, uh, a recent gig for a, um, it's basically a rapid response security type system. And a friend of mine uh, hit me up and asked me if I'd be down to audition. And I got the gig and it was, it was great. You know, it was, it was, it's fun doing it. It's fun and being in the process and, you know, even take after take, even though you're getting tired, your back hurts from sitting a certain way or, you know, standing a certain way, you're just like, you know what? I don't care. I'm doing what I love and yep. I'm having a blast doing it. So nice, nice. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I know, like I said, I know when we had our first initial meetings, I, I mentioned I, I was in acting and we kind of had a bond through there, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty cool. Um, yeah. How long have you um, been in the cigar industry or in the business? Uh, well, I mean, to say that I'm like in the industry, I'm not sure is 100% accurate. I am, I'm definitely involved. Involved, and I've stepped go, in. Yeah. I've, I'm stepped into the industry in that, like, uh, like for instance, the cigar I'm smoking. Um, it's uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the brand Apostate, um, but it's a relatively new brand. It's only been around since 2020, and it's run by a really cool guy, a couple cool guys, uh, Brandon Ovison and uh, a guy by the name of uh, Zane, who I don't want to butcher his last name because it's a little bit, you know unique so uh brandon and zane are based out of utah and they developed the cigar brand called apostate and i'm actually an ambassador for their company awesome so they will send me product periodically and i will uh, promote them and advertise them and also try to get them uh, introduced to lounges here in california um nice. which which uh has happened there's like one or two lounges there where they have them unfortunately i'm not the one who was responsible for getting them in but you know i'm 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 working on trying to make sure that they are a more recognized brand here in southern california that's awesome so how um how is it to be a cigar ambassador uh, that's a new term for me um can you kind of <laughs> talk a little bit about uh what that is let's say for the for the viewers and, and myself well um it's actually a fairly common thing with a number of brands um where people will um you know, who kind of like myself, who, you know, are in a position of influence or they, you know, are involved in cigar media or things along those lines, um, you know, they, they're essentially um, tapped to represent the brand. They get sent product and they uh, either promote it online and try to get people to just, you know, basically go out, purchase and smoke um, or they go to lounges or places where cigars are sold. And they try to make sure that the brand gets in on their shelves. And, uh, you know, the thing about uh, boutique brands is that, uh, you know, it can be a little tricky um, because a lot of people, they like what they like. They smoke what they smoke. And that tends to be pretty popular brands. But uh, honestly, in my opinion, I, I feel like boutique cigars are where it's at. And I think that's where, like, the whole idea of being an, uh, an ambassador comes in because, you um, you know, these smaller brands, they need representation and they can't always necessarily, um, they're not always necessarily in a position to hire people to like, say, be a broker or something like that. So they will, you know, ask people, you know, are you willing to represent this brand and tell people about us, maybe send us, you know, maybe go to lounges and see if people will carry the product and all that kind of stuff. It is, you know, technically an unpaid gig, 
but you're being sent product to smoke, to enjoy, to share, promote and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's it's definitely a, a nice uh, give and take sort of relationship um, that benefits both parties. That's interesting. Yeah, I think there's always going to be, um, you know, uh, not 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 room for boutique. Uh, room isn't the right word, but you know, even if there was once a brand that was boot a boutique cigar, and then it became, mm -hmm. you know, let's say, I always go to movie terms. I apologize for my followers, our followers, but you know, if if someone is like an indie director, and then they get money for a big mm -hmm. budget, right? Let's say if that happens somehow yeah. in the cigar world, where like a a brand becomes now like a, a a big big brand right i still think there's always going to be those those people that um those companies those those manufacturers that will still be boutique and i think there's always going to be a room and a space for that you know yeah um, and i think there's people like you know who, who are taking on ambassador roles such as yourself i think that's that it's a, it's all about helping out the small small guy small company small person oh yeah it's much like when you you know when you have someone who can invest in a few thousand for a feature film that's not studio right i think that's it's kind of you can kind of yeah. correlate to that so uh what, yeah exactly what what made you fall in love with cigars or what was there a specific um, cigar that like you you smoked it for the first time and you're like oh my god like i need i want this to be my regular everyday or you know weekly hobby um my dad my dad was the one who got me into cigars um i have technically been smoking cigars for 20 years um the first cigar i ever had was when i was 19 and that was back when in california you could be 18 and still purchase tobacco um now it's 21 um but yeah my uh, not long after my 19th birthday because my dad had mentioned in passing that he you know would enjoy cigars periodically and, uh, you know, kind of touching on movies again, you know, a lot of my favorite actors smoke cigars, anyone from Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Clint Eastwood. I mean, yeah, man, it was one of those things where the the curiosity started with the films and seeing some of my heroes enjoy a cigar and then finding out my biggest hero, my dad, enjoys them. That kind of sealed it for me. So I just told my dad, I said, hey, I want to try a cigar. And he's like are you sure? And I'm like, I wouldn't be asking if I wasn't, you know? And yeah. so, cause he told me about them and everything. And so we started like a lot of people do, or I started like a lot of people do. And he took me to um, a shop and I purchased a flavored cigar. And I actually remember what brand it was. It was Kojimar, which okay. is, uh, you know, uh, it's not one, like yeah. a crazy, yeah, it's not a crazy popular brand or even super well known by a lot of people, but you know, it's a very successful brand um, and uh, owned by a lady by the name of Rosie Perez, not the actress, okay. but a lady, a lady <laughs> who happens to be named Rosie Perez. Um, really nice lady, really cool. And I think it's also awesome that, you know, in a, in a mostly male dominated industry yeah. that it's a, a female owned cigar company. I think that's fantastic. And they make quality products. I mean, a lot of people kind of knock infused and flavored cigars, um, especially those of us, you know, who might be a little snobbish when it comes to. Um, I think that's the one you know, snobby thing I, I am about is, is <laughs> infused just um I, just because I you didn't mean to interrupt, but just I used to love infused cigars. No, okay. And yeah. and then I started like opening up my eyes. I was like, oh my god, what was I doing? But but yeah, please please finish your please finish your thought. No, for sure. Long story short, yeah. I mean, I tried it, I really liked it. And for a while, you know, I think I smoked that one like a few times before I just start started to branch out. And then after that, I had like a brief obsession with Cohiba, which um, and I'm not knocking. Have, yeah. yeah. And again, you know, I'm a big, big believer on uh, not knocking brands, but I've kind of I've fallen out of love with Cohiba over the years just because particularly um, the ones produced stateside or, you know, the ones that are more, you know, Excuse me. not the actual Cuban ones, but uh, the ones that are produced, you know elsewhere that you can actually sell here in the states um you know the last few experiences i've had with cohiba weren't spectacular and so i've moved on from you know that and, and you know a number of other brands and i mean there's just so many cigars to try you can't just single one brand and then stick with that i yeah. i've never really understood that but um that's how my love affair with cigars started 
Um, I didn't start smoking regularly until about five years ago, though. It was uh, a once in a while type of thing. But every time I go over to my dad's, he would offer me a cigar and I would visit him quite a lot. Uh, me and my family would. So I was just like, you know, I, I just started enjoying different ones more and more. My wife wasn't always happy with it because she hates cigars. And like, we'd be over at my dad's hanging out. She's like, are you going to smoke again? Yeah, I'm, I'm, it would be rude to say no. Yeah. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, just, I, I began smoking more and more. And uh, in like 2018, that was when I kind of decided, because I was starting to notice cigar media more and more on YouTube. Yep. And I, you know, uh, I just decided, you know what, I'm going to, uh, I think I want to do something like this. And I did. And I started it with a, with a buddy of mine uh, who I've known for over 20 years. His name is Tim. Um, he has his own channel now, but for a while we were doing it together. And I think there's a probably be an appropriate time to step into what my channel was called once upon a yeah. time, not that long ago. Um, I am currently, you know, my channel is called Smoke and Revelry. All my socials are as well. Um, but uh, uh, before that, uh, my brand was called Dad Smoking Cigars because, you know, my dad got me into cigars. I'm a dad. You know, it really wasn't that uh, really wasn't that complicated at all. And it worked at the time. And I did it with my friend Tim. And then we amicably, amicably rather, uh, parted ways in about 2020. And we started, you know, just focusing on our respective endeavors in cigar media. But for years, I was dad smoking cigars. And uh, it was recently in the last few months that um, I decided that, well, I felt personally I was kind of getting pigeonholed in a weird way. Um, because of, you know, that brand in particular, it almost felt like I could only do stuff that at some way in some way at least related to being a dad or revolving around being a dad and i was yeah. just like i was having trouble coming up with content and it was just frustrating so took a break for like two three months uh went back to the drawing board rebranded and smoke and revelry was what stuck out in my head the idea of just like i mean smoke's pretty self-explanatory um but revelry is the idea of celebration having fun enjoying life and just basically getting into you know these things that we enjoy and so i thought it was appropriate and it kind of opens opens things up a bit and i feel like in a, in a really great way and i'm um uh, still very excited about you know the possibilities that have opened up and, and then you guys hit me up like literally right before i was about to uh launch the rebrand and so it was perfect timing honestly yeah. it really was yeah no i um i remember when we had our first initial interview um it was mm -hmm. myself and our our digital marketing coordinator or manager, mm -hmm. and we we met and you were like, actually, I'm rebranding, <laughs> but this is mm -hmm. a perfect time for it. Um, mm -hmm. Now, if you wouldn't mind filling in the audience, what kind of content were you guys were you and Tim doing under the dad smoking cigar? Because when upon our research, because we were doing research, I want to say for honestly like a few months before we like started contacting people right because we just had yeah. to wait wait to kind of get approval but we were also looking and seeing kind of like what what we what we could be doing and and um what we wanted to do and i, I am right a i'm a recent father uh first time father and congratulations I like, man thank you i appreciate it um and i just it just it, it drew to me right away because i think it's you know it's <laughs> it could be relatable. You know, I, I understand where you're saying where it can pigeonhole you a little bit because it's like a very niche thing, you know, but I think it was a really yeah. cool, important thing because, you know, anyone who have a, you know, my daughter's a year and a half and you don't have a lot of time to do two things. I'm fortunate. I get to work at a cigar company where I do get to smoke, right. I'm smoking, talking to you, Yeah. but on, mm -hmm. on every day, you know, you, that those, those moments to get away and smoke are few and far between. So what right. was some of the what was some of the content that you guys were doing for dad smoking cigars? And if you want to follow up with like what now your you know what your journey is under smoke and revelry. Um uh honestly, just pure and simple, it was cigar reviews. Um we as we were initially doing it, it was just social media. The YouTube channel didn't come into play until almost about a year in. Oh, and wow, okay. um yeah, just because, you know, we, we needed a, a place to actually shoot the content. We wanted to be able to do it um, 
seeming somewhat professional, I guess you could say. And, you know, Tim being the guy that he is, I mean, he jumped on that as soon as humanly possible. He set up a space in his garage. That was essentially where we shot our content and, you know, set up, he just, he just, (laughs) once he sets his sights on something, it is just like, you can't stop the guy. And he, he was on it, which, you know, which fortunate because then we had, I, and I lived literally a quarter mile away from him at the time. Perfect. And so it was really convenient. Uh, even, you know, uh, you know, it was pre, you know, COVID and all that kind of stuff for a full year. And, um, but, uh, yeah, I was just posting stuff on socials at first. And then once we started with, uh, the YouTube, it was, um, just, uh, sorry, it was, um, cigar reviews. You know, we would either go buy them ourselves. Um, and then over time, some, you know, wonderful people were kind enough to send us their, um, you know, their, uh, product and we got to, uh, sit down and enjoy and, you know, and, and it was, it was just mostly that. And even after Tim and I parted ways, um, in 2020, uh, to do our own respective things, um, I was still just doing cigar reviews for a long time. And, uh, you know, I kept getting more and more new cigars to try and one brands that I wanted to introduce people to. And, you know, it was a blast. I was having a good time with it. And I really tried to make sure I inject my personality and everything into it instead of it just being this monotone like and i'm tasting blah blah yeah. blah and and all this kind of, you you you've seen cigar reviews where people do it really just flat yeah um but i really tried to make sure i made it funny interesting silly goofy whatever and then over time i realized you know what i need to start like doing different things and touching on different subject matter whether it's cigar centric or not um obviously at first it was cigar centric like i did a video about like you know i don't think it's appropriate to bash brands because just because you don't like it doesn't mean you know the other person that you're talking to you know won't like it they may like it and you know you're doing people a disservice when you you know trash on brands brands that are working hard to produce a product yeah if you don't like it that's fine but don't slam a product just because it's not your preference and, uh, you know, I tried to do cigar news and things like that. And you know, it, admittedly, it, it felt like I was struggling for a while, especially as I started to branch away from reviews. Um, I just didn't want to get stuck in any one particular thing. And, you know, all of that would eventually build up to me doing a rebrand and all of that. So I uh, actually released a video. My most recent video is why I refuse to do cigar reviews anymore because I, and I, it was a clickbaity title. If I'm being 100% honest, it's not like I will never highlight a cigar. I will never showcase a, a new cigar that I'm trying, but I can't devote entire videos to it anymore. I just can't. Yeah. It feels think, like I'm repeating myself. I think that's one of your highest uh, rated videos. I think that's definitely a video that got me to click on and, and see and, and all that. So well, um, I don't think you would have seen it before now because I released it just this past week. <laughs> oh, was, oh, I th- sorry. I thought there was something else than you. Uh, my apologies. I thought there was something else on your older channel that you. Uh, it probably was. Um, or it was something I'm along the lines of that. Yeah, because I, I did enjoy. There was one video you did where the title uh, was very clickbaity. Oh, it's it's probably the one, my series. I did four videos on this. Why uh, cigar influencers are assholes. There we go. Yes. <laughs> and it is one of my highest rated videos. I was because... I was revisiting it this past day because I'm like, you know, is it as good as I remember it? And as I'm listening to it, I'm like, hey, you know what? I did okay on that. I did I did all right, you know? And uh it was definitely something I did. I uh, admittedly I did it a little bit to antagonize my fellow content creators, just a little bit. Just oh, a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> so the people that I've been interviewing so far, you're, you're my third interview. You, I think, and I've said this in, in every interview, you guys have the luxury of, um, of being that voice for certain, like for you, you, you guys can be the voice for that. You know, I've said it before. Mm-hmm. my last interview. I said, you know, I'm working for a company and there's certain things we can't do because it will, it would hurt the business. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, and I think if you, anyone who's listened to Nick and I speak before on other episodes, we have been very boisterous about 
you know, cigar aficionados top twenty-five lists or other, you know, yeah. other 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 influencers or media members in the industry and how they go about doing things. Um, but our very, you know, one of my co-hosts on the Long Ash podcast, he is he hates being labeled an influencer because I think certain influence, I think the word influencer gets. I think I hate the word too. Yeah, I think it. It does to me. It, he's like, I don't want it to define me because he thinks an influencer is a you know certain way. When in general, <laughs> on our yeah. podcast, if you ha- if you're making any type of content for cigars, like I do think you are an influencer because you are putting yourself out there and basically like telling people, you know, with, with your cigar reviews, like people are going to you and being like, I want to hear what Kyle has to say about this, right? So you have some sort yeah. of influence or following, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. You know, I think certain people go to their go-to people on the internet for anything, and they listen to mm-hmm. them, right? So I think yeah. you know, I think the word influencer should be separated. You know, in terms and for anything in terms of like between the real, like I guess the people who are really trying to you know help out an industry, help out people, like educate people right. the right way, versus you know being you know, I'm going to say it in a nice way, just kind of being a clown about certain things, you know? Um, yeah. And, and I th- I'm sure, of, did, yeah. did anyone come, did anyone, and you don't have to say names, I don't, I'm not trying to start anything <laughs> here. Did any, did, what was your response on on that from, from people? Um, it was, it was uh, mostly positive. Um, just because, and again, kind of like you said, I never named a single name of any one person who I felt fit the criteria of being being an asshole um even though i've encountered not necessarily in a personal way like like direct contact i know the people that i'm thinking of when that comes to mind i know what i've witnessed i know what i've seen um and i'll be 100 honest it gets on my nerves so badly because i really don't believe there's room for that crap in this community. I don't think there should be any room for it. I don't think anyone should be willing to participate in that kind of behavior. Um, you know, there's certain circles and spheres of influence where it's commonplace and it's expected, you know, like unfortunately Hollywood filmmaking, that sort of stuff happens yeah. all the time. Um, there are people who just get into rivalries and different things like that, but that's an extremely competitive industry. You know, filmmaking and things like that. It's an extremely competitive industry because people are, you know, trying to get cast in like these certain roles and films and work with certain directors. And some people get passed over and some people get, you know, the preferential treatment in terms of casting uh, Chris Pratt, anyone. Yeah. Um, I, I love Chris Pratt. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a nice guy, but he's like getting all of the great voice roles right now. And it's just like, come on. I mean, let hey. somebody else throw their hat in the ring for, yeah. but that's, that's just my personal thoughts on the matter. Don't want to deviate too much from what I'm trying to say, but no, you know, no, just no. I've seen rivalries develop. I've seen bad blood pop up and it, it honestly at times is nauseating because I'm just like, why are we doing this? I thought we were doing this for love of the leaf, for love of the community, for getting to experience and celebrate life. I mean, yeah, some people are more popular than others in terms of, you know, um, you know, their socials or YouTube channels or whatever. Some people get crazy amounts of endorsements. Some people are in some really big name circles in terms of the industry. Fantastic. I'm happy for anyone who becomes successful in this in this realm that we you know this very niche realm that we live in but i cannot ever be okay with people who just backstab and talk crap and gossip and stuff like that you hear things people talk i get it but um yeah especially those of us who are content creators and people of influence that's no way to get yourself you know, uh, 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 more well known or have a larger audience. I don't believe that at all. And I, and I, I to- sorry, go ahead. I, know, I was going to say, okay. I, I totally agree with that because I think, you know, I've said this time and time again, I've only been in the industry that we're coming up on five years in the industry. Right. Right. And I've only seen 
like I've been I've I've seen majority of people it really is like brotherhood and sisterhood of the leaf right everyone is yeah. very everyone is very you know wants wants to uplift one another they they it, it at times it seemed very drama free um to me and then as you start you know being more you know I spend 40 hours a week in the cigar world in the cigar industry. So you're, you know, you're, and even when I'm home, I'm still, I'm on half wheel. I'm on these websites. I'm, I'm trying to see, and you, you do see some of the pettiness. And, and I, I felt like this, I always thought like this industry wouldn't, wouldn't be like that. You know, like one of, one of my favorite sports is basketball and it mm -hmm. is the pettiness of some of these grown men it's like really <laughs> you know like yeah it's just, and that's kind of what i kind of i correlate um you know the, i correlate cigars to that sometimes because i think you have a the industry sometimes the majority of you know the industry is people just want to make cigars for others to enjoy right they and then eventually right, hopefully, exactly hopefully they collaborate so when you see it it's a little bit of a turnoff you know because it's like what are we doing here you know like what why you know yeah, we all, we all should be supporting one another. You know, like I, we've recently been on uh, our company's recently been on TikTok. I don't know if you've kind of you've I know you you mentioned like socials and YouTube and and and, and TikTok and whatnot. And I think the community on TikTok, the scar community, is is wonderful. And that's just oh maybe, yeah, maybe I'm not seeing the bad side of it yet, but I have people reposting our videos and commenting, and and it's very like supportive, right? And and I love I love seeing that mm -hmm. you know I think that's what it's all about I, I I love that I could find you online, and then and then it leads to this right and hopefully oh, yeah, absolutely to, hopefully it leads to more down the road you know I think that's what it's it's all about I think sometimes it gets it gets lost in the shuffle a little bit lost in the mix because people mm -hmm. need to be people need to be you know like you said uh, egotistical about it or they need to um just bring someone down and bring a company down for clicks likes anything like that and just to build themselves up and uh, that's just the world we live you know that's the world we live in and you know yeah i don't know how old you are i'm 35 i feel like at the beginning of like really like with the the boom of the internet you know when we were younger with like yeah a aol or, or myspace like that was like the beginning of like i'm gonna be a bully and then just shut the laptop and not have to deal with it you know <laughs> yeah so, right it's so. it's easy to it's really easy to do that kind of stuff from behind a profile um but you know and i think a lot of the majority of that does happen behind an actual like social profile which is unfortunate because you know just it it cuts off the sense of community um when people do that because i mean social media can be a beautiful thing where people actually do come together and relate and connect and you know that that was the you know I'm pretty sure that was the initial goal of social media was to make sure that, you know, you could connect with people, similar interests, you know, share a bit of your life. It's supposed to be fun, but it can become ugly uh, when people take it and use it for, you know, the wrong reasons. And um, with the cigar community in particular, I just do not. And again, firm believer, do not believe there's any room for that kind of stuff at all, because as opposed to social media interacting with manufacturers and whatnot. Um, now you meet people who they got confidence oozing out of them on the, you know, bordering on cockiness, but at the same time, they're still very kind and very friendly. There are people that you can, that are approachable. Um, you know, I've met a number of fantastic people who have their own brand cigar manufacturers. Uh, I mean, I don't think I've had a bad experience ever with a single cigar manufacturer that I have gotten to connect and meet with, they've all been positive. I've never had anything resembling a negative experience or that I walked away from with it leaving a bad taste in my mouth or something, you know? So, um, you know, it, it, it's, that's in stark contrast to those of us who are in, you know, the positions that we're in as cigar personalities, influencers, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, we're not directly involved in the industry. We're connected to it, but we're not yeah. directly involved. And unfortunately, it kind of turns into a weird kind of it can, it doesn't always, but it can turn into this little clicky thing. 
yeah. where you have certain influencers that are connected with each other and they hang out, but there's this one influencer or a couple influencers that they don't like. And it's okay if you don't like them, but what I can't stomach is when people talk trash about yeah. them and say awful things about them and just, I, I, I've never been able to stomach that at all. It's high school all over again. Like, <laughs> yeah, like exactly. Post high school life is just high school all over again. I feel like sometimes. Yeah. And just a different and a different, um, you know, sphere and type of, you know, just it, it sucks because it happens far more often than I think we're willing to uh, admit. Um, it tends to happen behind closed doors and behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, but uh, at the same time, it happens. It sucks. And I just generally, as a rule of thumb, try to avoid it at all costs. You know, I don't I don't necessarily like pussyfoot around it, meaning like I just, you know, oh, I'm Switzerland, you know, yeah, yeah. In, in a number of cases. Yeah, I try to be as neutral as possible without, you know, being a coward about it, I guess you could say. Um, if somebody's being like really awful about someone that I know that I care about and respect, I'd be like, you know what, um, you could just stop talking because I'm not going to listen to this. I don't think it's okay. I don't appreciate it. Go tell somebody else, but leave me out of this. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not cool. Never was cool. So whatever high horse you're on, just get off it for a while, man. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's ridiculous. I, I agree. So you, you touched on a little bit earlier, but I would like to go more into it. So you, you made your, when did you make, you made the transition from dad smoking cigars to smoking memory this year, like, correct? Yeah, like literally, like, I think barely a month, month and a half ago, nice. um, I was on uh, the live show of some good friends of mine, uh, two brothers named Frankie and Miguel, and they, they're up in, uh, based up in Bakersfield, which is in Northern California. And they call themselves the Bakersfield Gentlemen. And they have like two to three live shows every week, like Monday, Wednesday, Friday and stuff. And they... Uh, very heavily involved in the cigar industry. They actually developed their own brand of cigars called Pariah, which they actually sponsor me um, and all that kind of stuff. I've been trying to spread uh, awareness of their brand for a while now. So people will actually go buy it and try it. Um, and I went on their show and I made the official announcement um, probably about four or five weeks ago, maybe longer. I can't remember the exact date, but I know it was really recent um, just because, you know, I, I was getting really excited and eager to start back up again. Cause again, I took like two, three months off from creating any content. I would post to my socials, but I didn't create a single YouTube video for that, that length of time. Cause I just, at the time did not have it in me. I didn't have the energy. I didn't have the strength or the patience to try and produce something because I knew that if I did, it would be forced. It would not be something that was uh, genuine, not something that I would be happy or excited about. And I knew that I couldn't, I couldn't do that. I, I, there have been times where I have, where I just, I, I force myself to make a video because that's what I do. And then later on, I'm just like, that wasn't fun. I didn't enjoy that. I didn't like that. I hope, I hope other people do, but I didn't like that at all. Um, you know, I wasn't even buying what I was selling and it was just, it was, it was not fun. And so I was just like, I, I needed that time to, uh, you know, refocus and reflect and, 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 uh, get some perspective. And yeah, I was just like, I, I get, I kept getting encouragement from my fellow, you know, cigar aficionados and content creators. They said, I really, really hope that you don't stop doing this. I, I really would like to see you continue. So however, I, you know, I, we can help you do that. However, we can, you know, assist you. Just let us know, but please don't stop. Don't quit. We really appreciate and and, and enjoy what you do. And that, that was uh, really encouraging. And it, it spurred me on to continue. Just, I just had to figure out what I was going, how I was going to uh, present myself. And once I did, I was really excited and I'm really happy with it. Yeah. I mean, it's always tough to kind of, rebrand or rebrand yourself right and yeah you know you seem like you were coming from a place of 
being a little burnt out from what you were currently doing and exactly you didn't, you didn't have much in you to do it so i think kind of stepping back taking a break and i'm i'm sure hearing you know your fellow you know your peers be like i hope i hope i hope this isn't the last of kyle you know i think that i think that would probably live in the back of your head like I can take a break, but then I know when I do come back, if I do come back, I have people behind me who want to see me continue to do this because they like what I'm doing, you know, mm -hmm. and I think that's really important. Um, what, you know, so with this rebrand, what are you, what are you kind of hoping, you know, your, your former followers, new followers, what, what, what do, what do you want them to gain from smoke and revelry? Um, that's a pretty open-ended question just because I hope they gain a lot just in the broad sense. I mean, and, and just kind of touching on that in a, in a, in a different way, like literally right on the heels of you guys getting in touch with me and wanting to set this up where we would, you know, do a show interview, you know, together um, for people to see and enjoy. I get in, I get contacted by this, um, this, I wouldn't say I guess you could call it a company, but it's it's a it's a TV channel that's on Freecast, which Freecast, for those who don't know, it's another streaming service. But the whole goal of Freecast is to condense all of your favorite programming and movies and stuff like that into one streaming service. So you're not paying for multiple streaming services. And um, they're called Cigar TV, you know, pure and simple. And they hit me up and kind of like you guys, they found my content. and. I got their contact, a guy named Noah, who we got in touch and he basically put it to me this way. He says, you know, we we were more interested in getting in touch with creators who, you know, may not have the biggest audience or have the most subscribers. We wanted to give you guys an opportunity to really broaden your audience um, because, you know, free cast is all over the country and they the goal is to have like this channel all played in lounges across the united states uh they i think they estimated to be around like 2300 lounges across the country where they wow. would be broadcasting cigar tv that and in itself is it's, you know having 2300 lounges in itself is is a wild number yeah i mean you let's know? just say for the sake of argument there's 10 people in a lounge at any given time i mean i i'm not going to try and multiply them in my head because i suck at math but it can be <laughs> it can be rightfully assumed that that's a lot of people who would be watching your content, even if it's like passively watching it. You're yeah. getting noticed. People see you and things like yeah. that. And a uh, couple of my, you know, fellow a couple buddies of mine. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the Cigar Titans. Um, they have a very large audience on YouTube. They're very popular. Two really great guys who live very close to where I do. I've hung out with them. We've been on each other's channels. And they produce really good content and they got tapped just as just like I did. So I'm in good company and uh, it's supposed to be launching here pretty soon. I don't have an official launch date, but yeah, it's we, we've all signed on to be a part of the Cigar TV family and essentially the opportunity to actually monetize what we do. Yeah, because that was like the thing that 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 was, um, you know, made clear at the very beginning. It's like. We want you guys to make, you know, generate revenue for what you do, because we can tell you enjoy it. We we really enjoy what you do. We appreciate your content. And we want you to have the chance to be able to, you know, do that. You know, I've said it before and I said it in the, uh, you know, why cigar influencers are asshole series. My My whole thing is that if you are passionate about something, you really enjoy it and love it, um, you should be able to get paid for it. Um. I, I'm a firm believer in that. Even if it's something that's a little bit out there and off the wall, if it's something that you can actually provide a good proof of concept and you've put the work in and you know how you can sell yourself and market yourself right, even if it's something weird and odd and off the wall, I mean, if you show how passionate you are and you are good at you know, marketing yourself, people will buy what you're selling. Yep. Um, which is why sometimes I find myself amazed because you know we're our own worst critics we can be our own worst enemy and sometimes i look at my content i'm just like meh i'm i'm all right i guess i do okay you know i i, I my 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 you know pessimistic brain will tell me like eh, nobody's watching your stuff obviously i'm wrong because you guys have seen it 
you know, the people at Cigar TV have seen it and you guys enjoy and appreciate it. So I'm like, you know what? I must be doing something right. I must be doing something well enough to, you know, have this kind of attention um, brought to it. And I'm grateful. I'm extremely grateful because there have been times, I'm numerous times where I just thought about throwing in the towel and just saying, you know what? I think, uh, I think I'm done. And then my wife reminds me, she's like, why did we build this studio in the garage for you? Yes. I know for your voice work, but that's not the whole reason we built it. Yeah, She said, so yeah, I would like it if you didn't just quit, which is saying something. Cause again, she hates cigars. She hates how I smell after I smoke the, the studio. I mean, without getting too much into it yeah the door does not shut as well as it should because of how my garage sits and i need to fix that and figure out how to make it seal properly because i have a fan pulling the smoke out i have a vent that leads outside in the wall where we built you know part of the studio so there's air circulation but the smoke still gets out in the garage and my wife will walk in and she'll be like oh my god and i'm like I'm, I'm trying. Okay. I'm trying to make sure it doesn't escape, but it's not working right now. And so for her to say that is definitely say something like, please don't quit. We put, yeah. we put so much money into that studio for you to have a place to smoke and record and do all that. So please don't quit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's, that's, that says a lot when, you know, the ones you love, especially your wife, you know, anyone like that is saying like, you know, keep going because i think it's so easy for a creator a content creator an artist to just be like this isn't work because how we view our how we view things versus how the world views it is 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 night and day right i i think about that from work standpoint to even like my acting why do i keep going right then you 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 get that one person like hey man like you know, I really enjoyed your interview. I really enjoyed this. I really enjoyed that. You know, I think there's, a, I'm not saying, you know, you want to have that, not the affirmation or like the, you don't want, oh, you need people to keep you driving you to do it. But I think a little bit here and there is, is, is needed sometimes, you know, um, especially when you're doing, yeah. like you said, you're, you're independently doing this all yourself, you know? Um, yeah. So it's, it's, it's tough to get in that mindset of like, you know what, like this is, I am doing something right, you know? Um, yeah. What has been one of, you know, the coolest moments you've experienced in the cigar industry? Uh, whether you met someone, it could be something, you know, on online, someone has said something to you. What what was one of the coolest moments where you were like, you know what? Like, it's been all worth it. It's a collective of moments. Um, there's no one moment that I can like focus on or you know fixate on that would say that's the coolest moment because you know i through people and connections you know i've met like a number of wonderful people like i have two sponsors uh, that sponsor my channel um and the first sponsor i ever had um and this was while tim and i were still doing dad smoking cigars together and tim actually arranged this um for Casa Cuevas cigars, who I'm sure you're familiar with, yep. um, to, to sponsor us, essentially just basically give us the opportunity to um, smoke and promote their product and get people to, you know, get more of an awareness and generate a buzz around the brand. And Luis Cuevas being the amazing gentleman that he is, incredibly kind, incredibly generous, he agreed without question. And so it was one of those things where it was just like, it was a wonderful moment that we were kind of, that was showing that we were, we were progressing and moving forward with this. And it was, you know, we we were achieving and experiencing success Um, to the point where like, you know, I remember when Tim and I parted ways and again, it was an amicable thing. And it was, we both kind of felt it in the air and we were both talking and it was in the midst of the pandemic and we were doing our um our weekly videos you know remote just you know to be safe and all that kind of stuff um cuz i was you know and still am you know i was an essential worker i worked in retail so i had to go to work i couldn't just stay home i couldn't work from home yeah and um 
you know, so respectful to his, you know, wife and family, I chose to stay at home and I would sit on, you know, it was before I had my studio, I would sit on the patio and I would, uh, we would connect remotely and we would shoot our content. Um, but there were just things that were happening that were, that were telling us, maybe we're not meant to do this together anymore. Um, you know, there were other things in play that were just kind of adding to a general sense of change, a little bit of tension. Excuse me. And so God bless you. Thank you. Um, and, uh, we had a discussion and it was a very good discussion, you know, and it was a little bit, you know, awkward and a little tense, but we were both in agreement that it was time for us to part ways, do our own respective thing. And I was very much on board with that. And so was he. And uh, we were trying to decide how to handle the sponsorship with Consequavis because I'm like, I did not want to be possessive about it because one I'm not entitled to it. I'm not entitled to anything. I, I always make sure to remind myself that and make and put it out in the universe, just saying, I am not entitled to anything. I am not, you know, no one owes me squat, period. No one owes me anything. And so I just told Tim, I said, let me talk to Lewis and let me just leave it completely in his hands. I'm not going to tell him to lean one way or the other. And, you know, I could tell Tim was a little, <laughs> he was a little bit where he's like, you know, well, I can talk to him. I was like, just give me, give me a chance to talk to him. I said, I know exactly what I'm going to say. And don't worry, I, I'm not, I'm not going to try and sell myself or you or not, you know, try to get him to lean one way or the other. I just yeah. called him up, let him know what was going on. I said, Lewis, I said, it's your brand. It's your name. I said, I'm going to leave it in your hands. I said, you do. It's your brand to do whatever you want with. I said, whether you want to sponsor us, can you sponsor me, sponsor Tim? any either or sponsor anybody i said it's completely your choice and so the being the wonderful man that he is he's like no he says i'm happy to continue supporting your channel no problem at all and honestly it, it, it over the years it, it really wasn't anything along the lines of like he's just supporting me and not tim because he still supports tim in all the time i mean we have both tim and i have a relationship with lewis as such to where we can hit him up and he will help us out with just about anything and he's willing to you know share his product with us so that way we can share it with other people the kindness and generosity of that man is continuously mind-blowing and i i i love him to death for it um just for the fact that he's so kind mm -hmm. and he doesn't have to be he doesn't have to be this kind. He doesn't have to be this generous, but he is because he understands the value of it. And it, it it's relationships like that, connections like that, that lead to all these different various moments. And I've had similar ones with, you know, so many other people that, again, it's just this big old collective amalgamation of moments that continue to make it worth it, continue to show that, you know what? you still need to be doing this. You still should be doing this and you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't uh, call it. You shouldn't, you know, yeah. uh, cash in your chips just yet. You still got more to do more to produce. And um, you know, I, I don't know 100% what the future holds, but right now it's looking pretty promising. And I'm just grateful for the fact that I have the support that I have and people are willing to invest in me. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, what is one thing in the cigar media landscape that you would like to see um, improve or if it's something new, uh, something that hasn't really existed yet, you know, from a, from a cigar media um, personality, what, what's something that you would like to see? That is, it's <laughs> a really good question. Um, I definitely would like to see um more diversity and by diversity i just mean diversity of content diversity of um you know what people choose to produce on their channels take risks be willing to kind of step outside of the box i mean step outside of the cigar box if you will let's just put it that way um because yeah we are smoking cigars we are you know, talking with cigar enthusiasts and aficionados, cigar manufacturers, business people. Yes, it is always going to be cigar centric in some way or another, but that doesn't mean you can't talk about other stuff. That doesn't mean you can't have an entire episode dedicated to something that isn't necessarily about cigars or even the cigar you're smoking. 
at that moment. Um, I've done episodes where I was just telling a story about my life while smoking a cigar. Uh, you know, I've done, you know, made attempts at different, you know, types of podcasts, like for a while, um, very brief while I started a podcast within dad smoking cigars, um, called shut up dad's talking. And it was, it was a brief thing. I, I, I'd hoped to do more with it, but again, without meaning to, even though it was at the advice of a friend of mine, um, another cigar, uh, media person. Um, he said, yeah, maybe just talk about what it's like being a dad and certain moments of, you know, being of of fatherhood. And I did, and I enjoyed it. And, you know, it had a little bit of an impact, made a tiny splash, but after a while, I was like, I'm running out of shit to talk about. And yes, being a dad is a massive part of my life, but it's not everything. And I just realized at one point, I'm like, I don't think I can keep this up as it's fun. I kind of like it. People have responded well to it, but I was just like, it's not, it's something I don't think I can keep doing without, you know, kind of circling back to something I've already talked about. And it was just, um, it was, you know, it was one of those things where I tried it. It didn't work from my perspective. I didn't think it was going to keep working. And so I essentially just shelved it. I didn't make another episode under that title again. And, uh, you know, but I've, I honestly can say that in certain respects um, over the past year or so in particular, I know I've done things that other uh, creators have haven't done. You know, I did, uh, you know, weekly cigar news segments and I enjoyed doing that because, you know, it was just, I got to kind of be a journalist for a brief period and I was just kind of touching on things that have happened recently in the cigar world by, you know, reading a ton of articles, kind of like you said, being on half wheel and, you know, Cigar Aficionado, Cigar Coop, all the various other, um, you know, cigar news outlets that are online and just basically taking the news stories that they've reported, saying it in my own words, so that way I'm not ripping anyone off um, and just reporting it back to my audience. And, you know, people seem to enjoy it. But again, it was one of those things that wasn't really taking off, even though I was having fun producing it. Um, But it was all in an effort to be more diverse and not just stay on the cigar review train because honestly i just again like my most recent video i said i can't do it anymore i can't dedicate entire videos to reviewing a cigar it becomes repetitive it becomes tiresome from my perspective i really think that there are people out there producing content who do reviews that we need them to do that it's very, very necessary um you know you talk about, you know, the, the, the online blogs and things like that. Those are very important too, because they're sharing their thoughts with their audience, just like a lot of these content creators are sharing their thoughts with their audience. And I think they need to be doing that. I'm just not one of them. You know, I don't think it's something that I can do effectively anymore. I don't like the way that I do it. Cause I feel like I'm just doing the same thing other people are doing and I'd rather leave it to them. I think they're better suited to do it and they seem to enjoy it way more than I, than I do now, because I used to love it. And after a while, I was just like, I I feel like I'm doing the same thing again and again, just a different cigar. And I I was like, can't, can't do it anymore. Yeah. So. That's, that's, I mean, you gotta love the honesty because it's, you know, you you could easily just be like, you know, I'm going to continue to do this and, you know, if you continue to do it, you're, and if it's the same as other people are doing it, you're just another face in the crowd, but you're looking at it as how can I stand out in the crowd while still helping, you know, the cigar industry, you know, final question before we leave, um, whether it be five years, 10 years beyond, um, where do you see yourself, um, within this industry? Uh, you know, wh- where would you, you know, where would you, you Kyle, like to be um, or have your mark on in this industry? Um, it's uh, <laughs> it's not a difficult question, but it's also a very, you know, kind of like I s- said, you know, on a couple questions before, it's a very broad and open-ended one because I would always love to be involved in the cigar industry or community or another. Um. You know, uh, 
being an ambassador for different brands and, and being sponsored and stuff like that, you know, there's wonderful perks and everything that, that come with it. Um, I always approach it. I always try to approach it. I should say with humility and making sure that I'm always staying humble because I've said it before and I will say it again, this could all go away tomorrow. This could all go away very soon. You know, what I've been able to accomplish so far, my ability to do what I'm doing and having networked and built the relationships I have, it could all go away tomorrow. Um, I hope it I hope it never goes away. Um, but at the same time, I just try to manage my expectations in regards to my relationships within the industry because I I can't I can't always expect people to, you know send me things or be willing to, you know, be generous with what they have just because they have their own business to tend to. They have their own families to be concerned about. You know, there's some, sometimes you can eat certain costs. Sometimes you can't. Um, I always try to approach it from like, I'm nobody owes me anything, but I'm also um, not unwilling to ask. Cause you know, it's like everybody says, you know, it never hurts to ask. And if I do need something, I will ask. And if they say no, it's all good. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I have the kind of relationships I have to where like, I always just try to remind people, it's like, hey man, if you can't, it's all good. Don't worry about it. And I always, I almost always get the same response. No, man, don't worry about it. It's no problem. I got you. I'll I'll hook you up. I'll help you. I'll do whatever you need. Just tell me. And um, that's one of many wonderful things being where I am now. I hope to continue those relationships. And I also hope to be able to give back more to these wonderful manufacturers and brands that I love that people have been incredibly generous with, you know, what they have with me. Again, I don't deserve it. I'm just very grateful that I get to enjoy and experience it. Um, I hope to give back even more than what I've given just through producing cigar content, promoting brands and things like that. that's all well and good. But I'd like to invest more in these people, in these brands that I appreciate so much. Um, and, you know, just to continue fostering and nurturing great relationships in the community and in the industry. Even if at one point I no longer produce cigar media, um, you know, God forbid that ever happens. I hope to continue doing this as long as humanly possible. But I also, again, just try to manage my expectations and five years, 10 years from now, maybe I'll still be doing this. I have no clue. I would, I would be great if I was, but it's, it's also you know, the wonderful thing about where I'm at in my life right now is that I have a number of different things that I'm working on that are, you know, moving along in a way that I'm happy about, you know, like voice acting, honestly, things, all these things just started happening recently you guys getting in touch with me, cigar TV. I got hit up. I well, I got hit up by a friend to do voice work, and I got I got in touch with a guy on Instagram at the behest of a friend saying, "Hey, this guy needs a voice actor. Hit him up." And I did. I auditioned. I got you know I got the gig, so to speak. And the first two paid gigs I've had in two years. I mean, the fact that this is all happening around the same time tells me there's a shift in energy and wonderful things are coming and I just need to keep doing what I'm doing. And, you know, again, I know that was kind of the long winded answer to your question. Oh, um, but uh, it is sincerely my hope that I can continue doing this for as long as possible. Maybe I'll be doing it for the rest of my life. Maybe not. I don't know. But I, all I know is that I get to do it now and I will continue to be grateful that I get to do it at all for however long. I love that. Love that answer. So before we head out, Kyle, do you want to um, please like let our audience know where we, where they can find your content, your work, um, any handles you'd love to share? I'd love that. Yeah. The, the wonderful thing about the rebrand is that it has made things a little bit more simple because initially there was underscores everywhere and I hate those. Um, but um, smoke and revelry, um, you know, you can find me on Instagram you can find me on TikTok, um, Smoke and Revelry on YouTube. Um, I do have a Facebook page. Um, 
And the only reason I'm active on that at all is because my Instagram is connected to it. So you can like Smoke and Revelry on Instagram. But those are the main places that I can be found where you will see me posting pretty regularly. You'll see content be put up and things like that. Um, you know, I, I would say the main thing is please subscribe to the YouTube. Um, please be sure to check it out. I got content going back way back um, and I'm going to be producing more. So uh, Instagram and, and YouTube are the two places that I'm mostly active Um trying to make more of an effort to be active on TikTok because like, kind of like you said, you guys have experienced success in that. And I really am trying to do the same. So yeah, those are the places you can find me and also be on the lookout uh, over the next few months. Uh, if you're subscribed to Freecast, which I hope you will, we will be on, I will be on Cigar TV. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you very much, Kyle, for hopping on today and talking with us. Um, and once again, guys, thank you for tuning in to in Industry Insider presented by Long Ash Podcast. Uh, I'm Chris Arangio for JR Cigars. And until next time.